Greetings, guys, and I hope all is well with you. Come on in, come on in. Grab a good pad, a good pen, as well as a good friend, and welcome to Evolution Now. I am your host, T.S. Bradshaw, astronumerologist, motivational speaker, metaphysical counselor, psychic healer, and author, with your co-host, Saya. Hello, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning in for today's podcast. And together, we host the Evolution Now podcast. So, if you have an astrology, numerology, or topic-related question or comment that you want answered or shared, send your questions or comments to evolutionnow.org at gmail.com. So, we have come to the end of Capricorn season, which is the season or time of focusing on our career, profession, public reputation, and authority within the world, or our, you know, authority within our community, and how we utilize our power. We had Mercury in the sign of Capricorn um, that just stationed retrograde um, some time back, and now it is stationed direct uh, just recently. And so um, we are now in the post-shadow phase of this Mercury stationing direct. So we're not quite out of the woods, but congratulations, everybody. You made it through another Mercury retrograde, okay? I wish we had hand claps and things of that nature so we can go, yeah. What say you, Saya? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, what's interesting, some people don't necessarily feel the effects of a Mercury retrograde. Um, A lot of the times people are like, well, you know, oh, it's Mercury retrograde. Um, Everybody's always blaming things on Mercury retrograde. You know, they always find a way to use something as an excuse for why their car broke down or why their phone isn't working or why they're not communicating very well with others. And things of that nature. Um, It's really hilarious and really funny. Actually, Mercury retrograde does affect people in different ways. Um, And it's it's very interesting uh, because, again, that which is above is below. So what's playing out above certainly does play below. But it just depends on uh, your energy and how you interact with the energy. So some people, they experience technological difficulties and things of that nature uh, during Mercury retrograde. And some people may not, right? Or it could be a coincidence, right? I don't believe in coincidences, but it could be a coincidence that during this time, during the time of a Mercury retrograde, your, you know, devices are going out of whack or whatever the case may be. You're not communicating very well, right, with others. It's miscommunication. Um, But again, there are no coincidences in the universe. But of course, as I've stated before, it all really depends on how you interact with the energy, but also too, Again, Mercury retrograde, or any retrograde for that matter, is really a time for us to reflect, realign, reassess, reevaluate, right? Um, you know, some things in our lives and do some introspecting, you know, at that time. It's not necessarily, you know, uh, geared around the hype of, you know, technological difficulties, miscommunication, don't sign contracts and, and things of that nature. Some people do believe in that and it works for them. But for others, they're like, look, man, I'm going to sign this contract. I have to, you know, and things of that nature. Uh, because it's a Mercury retrograde doesn't mean that I don't, I'm not going to sign it. You know, it's really up to you and how you interact with the energy. So I just want to put that out there. Um, but with this Mercury retrograde going direct, this is a time for us to now begin to act on, right? The things that we reflected upon, the things that we reassessed the things that we realigned and had some time to reevaluate during the Mercury retrograde in the sign of Capricorn. All right. And so that should have been or could have been around your profession, your career, your power and how you're utilizing it or how you may have been underutilizing it. So now was the time to actually take all of that reflecting that you did or that you were supposed to do right during the Mercury retrograde and now put it into play, put it into action. All right. And so um, we're at the end of this Capricorn season and things that can you believe it? We are, you know, almost at the tail end of January. It's the beginning of January. No, it's the beginning of 2023. Right. Um, But the first month is already gone. Just about. 
What do you think about that? I mean, I th- that sounds like to me that the year might be going pretty fast. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's going, you know, time absolutely flies by without you even realizing it. So, yeah, I would say I would agree. Did you realize that, that we were at the end of pretty much towards the end of January, sir? Uh, honestly, kind of forgot, you know, focusing on so many other things. <laughs> you don't really take into consideration of how much time passes, so. Yeah, yeah, I know that right. He sounds like it too, right, guys? He's like, yeah, I wasn't even really thinking about it. I don't even know. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people are probably um, also under that type of energy as well. Like, I have so many other things going on because we do have a lot going on um, this year in 2023, just coming in out the gate, right? Um, there's a lot going on in, on the world stage, so I can certainly see how people may not be taking into account how fast time is moving um, at this point because there's so much going on to kind of distract us and take our attention away from that, right? Um, And so we're going to get into some of those things that are happening in our world later on in the show. But right now, I just want to kind of talk about, you know, the end of Capricorn season and, you know, how during the season, um, we saw some layoffs take place, massive layoffs. Um, at the end of 2022 and at the beginning of 2023, right? So it has been said that 96% of workers are looking for work in 2023 in search of, you know, um, more pay, more money, you know, higher pay. And this is according to uh, monster.com, you know? Um, So do you think that those who are looking for better pay will find that better pay in 2023, given the state of the economy, all right? So this is a question I wanna pose to the audience, guys. So let us know if you think that, you know, uh, those who might be looking for better pay, if they are gonna find that better pay in 2023, given the state of the economy and what we've got going on now. Uh, What say you, Sai, what do you think? We had people get laid off, right? You already know about this because we talked about this in the last episode um, about the massive layoffs and things of that nature. And there will be more massive layoffs, okay? We talked about why, right? Because we're in a seven universal year, uh, a time of sabbatical and taking some time off and things of that nature, okay? Um, I won't say that 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 is the complete why, but it's so in alignment with the numerical energy for this year. And so... um, we have these layoffs happening and the economy and the state in which it is in, do you think it's going to support, you know, uh, those who are looking for higher pay? What's your thoughts on that? Well, um, I got to say it, it maybe not for the common people, not unless the, you know, some of them have a plan, you know, a strategy to follow to find better opportunities and uh, positions, you know, at, at workplaces. Um, but you know, if you're if you're just look, looking for you know a better opportunity without a plan, you know, you're not you're not going to get very far, especially with the drastic shift that we're all experiencing within this economy now. So um, yeah, I, th- I think it's possible. You just need to formulate a plan and stick with it. You know, make sure it works for you. So yeah, that's my thoughts on it. I like it. I like the plan because, you know, uh, me, I can go straight to, well, you know what? I don't know. You know, with the way that the economy is going, you know, Uranus is in the side of Taurus that's doing its thing in the financial structure. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, that, that might throw some people off for a loop, you know? Uh, yeah, because, you know, I had, I had another person tell me, like, she was just a, a girl. She just told me, like, she works at Chanel, but she's, she, she's planning to quit, like, a day or two from now and I'm like you have a plan she said nope I have no plan (laughs) I have no plan but I know I need to quit this job and look for something better and so you know hey man if 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 you're that type of person that wants to just wing it like that go ahead but I don't know I don't know everybody's different everybody's different 
You're absolutely right about that. Everybody is different. And I like what you're saying about having a plan, right? And I know that saying, right? Um, give God your plans and watch him laugh, you know, at your plans because your plans may not be his plans, right? Or its plans, the universe's plans, right? Um, but it's so interesting because the way that we have this situation, again, with Uranus in the sign of Taurus is retrograde now, but it is going to station direct soon. And, you know, that's doing its thing. It's, it's carrying out its energy in the financial sector of our economy, right? You know, making swift change and things of that nature. And so we have on the flip side, uh, people like that young lady, just, she, she took her own sabbatical. She's like, I'm leaving, you know? Whereas there are other people who are being laid off, right? They didn't choose to leave, but they had to. Their company, for whatever reason, needed to, you know, relinquish them of their of their position and of their job. Um, and so then you have people, some people who are, right, having babies and they're going on maternity leave. So everybody has their own way of taking a sabbatical in some way, shape or form, right? Or taking a step back from work. Um, and so if you're one of the people who are willing, like that young lady that you were just talking about, that's like, you know, I need to find something better, right? Um, so I'm leaving where I'm at now. I don't have a plan, but I'm just going out there, okay? Um, I, I'm not sure, me personally, I'm not sure if the economy is going to support that. And when I mean by that, not having a plan, okay? I'm not sure because, again, we are in this seven universal year numerically, which points towards focusing on the inner growth and spiritual development, and so this type of, you know, energy does signify rest and inner reflection or taking some time off of the collective. But the flip side of that is what I kind of hear her saying through what you what you just said is that, you know, I don't have a plan, but I'm in other words, I'm like, I'm going to let go and let and, and see what happens. I'm going to let go and let God like I'm just going to let go and let the universe do what it does or what it's going to do. Right. And that is in a, that part is in alignment with the seven year. OK, because that's what we're all under this this energy of, you know, let's see what the universe can bring to you. But before you do that, you have to have some type of um, visualization in your mind as to what you want. So for me, that would be a tip for those who are you know looking for work in 2023 if you are looking for work here's a tip visualize what it is that you want in your mind's eye visualize it hold that 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 image in your head right of you working where you want to work of you receiving the type of finances that you would like to receive this is the year to visualize that and then Put it, it's already been put out in the universe, right? So it has to, it has to, in some way, shape, or form, come back to you. This doesn't mean that you don't do your due diligence. You should, but don't try so hard, right? To go after it, allow it to come to you. So that's the type of year that we are under. So guys, let us know what you think about, you know, um, those who are looking for better pay. Do you think they will find it the better pay in 2023? Um, do you think they will find it if they have a plan or if they don't have a plan or a strategy? Okay. So, um, I'm interested. I think we're interested in knowing what your thoughts are because it is going to be different for each individual person, right? Some people may find it. Some people may not find what they're looking for, um, as it pertains to the workforce or the labor force in 2023. All right. So it's going to be quite interesting because, again, everybody is, you know, everyone has a different personal year energy as well. So I'm going to do a shameless plug, but a not so shameless plug. Get a personal year done. Because even though we're under a seven universal year, each individual soul on the planet has their own personal year energy. So whatever year energy you are under could potentially help to bring you what you're looking for, depending on the energy that you're under personally. 
So number one, the number one tip that I would give people that's, you know, you know, looking for work is definitely visualize what it is that you want to help you to attract that. Okay. Visualize what it is that you want and pay. Visualize what it is that you want, where you want to work. All of those things. Visualize seeing yourself there. Okay. And do that often as you look for work. That's number one. Number two. Get a personal year done. Schedule a personal year with myself, www.evolutionnow.org so that you can have some insight, clarity, and direction as to the type of energy that you are under personally. And that would be, like Saya said, a strategy, a part of your strategy, a part of your plan if you don't have a plan and if you don't have a strategy in place. Yeah, we're here to help. I'm here to help. That's what these astrological and numerical tools right, are for. So in mundane astrology, Capricorn governs over workers, you know, workers and government workers. So we're going to see, you know, things happen with workers, government workers, civil service and things of that nature, of which we are seeing now because we're still under Capricorn's energy. Okay, because we're still in the season of Capricorn, even though we're at the tail end. So I gave you guys some tips, right, that you might want to, you know, as you look for work, visualize what you seek within your mind's eye, then apply it, you know, um, or just, or then apply, meaning then apply for work or just do what, uh, Saya brought up to me before, um, which is rage apply. What do you think? Yeah. Or rage apply. Yeah. It all depends on the person, you know, I was just joking about rage apply, but (laughs) if you feel like that's something that you, that will help you out and that's what you may need to do. Okay. Uh, maybe, maybe that's something that you should do. Uh, you can look back or listen back at the previous episodes, um, where we talked about rage applying and what that is, or you can go online and look up that, you know, look that up and see what that's all about. But seriously though, guys, um, this is a time for us to focus on looking at the fact that what we seek is within us. Instead of looking for a job, think about the fact that maybe you are the job that you seek, that you are you know, that you seek, that you're looking for. The work that needs to be done now is the work that needs to be done within you. And when you do that work, you will attract the job that you seek or you will attract the job that you create yourself. Again, this is a seven universal year for the collective. All right. And what I just explained to you all is definitely the energy of the seven. So whether you, you know, are employed or whether you do have a business or whether you're not right now, it's definitely a time to focus on the self and the inner development and the inner growth. And remember that um, you are what you seek. It's already within you. But take the time out to do the inner work, the inner development and the spiritual growth to exude that and pull that out of you so that you can attract it to you. You know, you can attract the outside mirroring of what's within you to you all right so you are what you seek remember that okay right now you are the job take care of you get into you get into your own universe y-o-u get into you okay do the self-development do the inner growth work and you know that will certainly be able to help you to attract outside of you what you're looking for to you. All right. Um, now speaking of attracting some things, all right, we are now attracting the energy of Aquarius. So we are now upon Aquarius season and, you know, Aquarius season starts on January 20th. It starts on January 20th to, to February the 18th. And so it is definitely, um, a fixed masculine air sign And it governs over the 11th house of friends and group associations. So this is going to be a good time for us to turn our attention towards connecting with our friends, um, utilizing our groups and communities that we are a part of, or, you know, the communities and organizations that we have established ourselves. So this is a season where networking and socializing is at its height. You know, networking, socializing, being a part of social groups is going to be at its peak during Aquarius season. All right. 
But this socializing that we're going to more than likely be called to do is for a common goal or it should be for a common goal or to attain, you know, um, objectives that we may have. So Aquarius is a sign of individualism, freedom, liberation, innovation, forward thinking, technology, futuristic thought, and service to humanity through community. So these are the things that we should be, you know, turning our attention to. During Capricorn season, that was very structured, right? Uh, being responsible, stepping in our power, authoritative, okay? Our leadership position, right? Serving through our leadership, okay? Now that we're in the sign of Aquarius and we've established that, or we've begun to establish that part, our authority, our power, right? And how we are working within our community. Now it's time to focus on the community even more, okay? By being of service to the community. And so that's what Aquarius is about. Aquarius is the humanitarian, all right? So it is one of the three serving Trinity signs of the Zodiac along with Capricorn. So Capricorn is a serving sign um, as well as Aquarius and Pisces is a serving sign as well. So those are the serving Trinity signs. Aquarius is in alignment with the number four as well as the number eight respectively because it's ruled by Uranus, but it's also co-ruled by Saturn. So Saturn was Aquarius's ancient ruler and Uranus is Aquarius's modern day ruler. So I just wanted to put that out there. So the numbers four and also eight. The number four is very individualistic. It is very unconventional. Um, it's original in nature. Uh, not only is it a number that is can be stable, right? Um, and likes organization, it likes stability, um, and it also likes punctuality and things of that nature. But what's interesting about the four is that it is different. It's, it's almost like the odd man out. It's very, um, it likes to gear itself towards unconventional things. It's like the black sheep of the family, <laughs> okay? That's the four's energy. And anybody that's a four personality or a four life path could probably tell you they might be the black sheep of the family in some way, shape or form. Okay. Because they don't necessarily go with the traditional ways of doing things. They're very original. They are very, um, you know, march to the beat of their own drum. Okay. Uh, so that is the fours energy. Pretty different. And so that's Uranus's energy. Um, and so Uranus can be definitely very individualistic, very independent, um, a trailblazer, innovative, futuristic. Okay. It's progressive. So it wants to do things that are innovative and new. And it wants to break away from that which is old. And it wants to forge off, be free, you know, freedom, liberty, and all of that good jazz falls under Aquarius. All right. Um, so the sun is going to ingress into the sign of Aquarius on January 20th at 329 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then we have a new moon in Aquarius. So that's where the moon is going to meet the sun in the sign of Aquarius. OK, on the 21st, which is the next day. OK. So on the 21st, we're going to have a new moon in Aquarius, and that's going to happen at 3.52 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that's going to happen at one degree of Aquarius. So look to see where one degree of Aquarius falls for you in your natal chart, because that is where you want to set new intentions, new manifestations there, okay? And that is at one degree of Aquarius. And again, we just talked about how Aquarius is independent, driven, you know, it's, it's original in nature right and innovative and so the number one very much aligns with that so this is definitely going to be a time where you're going to have to be you know individualistic right set your new intentions within whatever area of the life that the first degree of aquarius falls for you set your new intentions for new beginnings and you know individualism you know stepping out doing your thing you know um 
you know, uh, I don't know, shining bright, you know, stepping outside of the box, being innovative within that area of the life that one degree of Aquarius falls for you. Okay. So I think this is really um, interesting, really interesting, really exciting, but also too, um, you know, think about during this new moon in Aquarius, how can I be again, an individualist? How can I be um, freedom? You're not freedom, but not how can I be freedom, but how can I be freedom loving? I should say, right? And innovative and progressive within this area of my life. And not only that, um, how can I bring this to the community and have the community be a part of this with me, right? Because again, Aquarius deals with community and serving humanity, right? So remember, I said serving humanity, not saving humanity, but serving humanity, okay? So um, you guys, I wish you a wonderful uh, new moon in Aquarius. So definitely, you know, take advantage of the energy. Now was the time to think about, um, you know, what you want to bring new into your life, what you want to manifest new within your life, right? Within whatever area of the life that first degree, that first degree of Aquarius falls for you. Now, some of you may not have your natal chart and that's okay too. If you don't have your natal chart, you know, think about how you can be um, an individual in some way, shape, or form and bring your own unique flavor to an area of your life that you may feel that you're not being your authentic self, right? So you may not have a natal chart, but you do have a life <laughs> and you know what's going on in your life and you know what's going on in a certain area of your life. So at this time during this new moon in the sign of Aquarius at one degree, you may also decide, hey, I want to set new intentions within this area of my life that's kind of stale and stagnant. All right. So whatever that is for you, then do that. So you, you don't necessarily have to have a natal chart, but, you know, it's always good to have, you know, your natal chart drawn up for yourself so that you can uh, follow along with some of these new moon and full moon energies and what they may mean for you specifically. Saya, do you know any Aquariuses? Uh, yeah, you mean like personally or just celebrity-wise or what? what do you mean? Personally. Uh, personally, um, let me think. Personally, I mean, I knew of two Aquariuses back when I was in the in this public speaking organization, but I didn't know them permanent. Uh, you know, personally, I just worked with them and knew their birthday. So uh, yeah, other than those two, though, no. no. Okay, well, I mean, I know I'm an Aquarius moon, so you know, I do have the Aquarian energy um, in a prominent place. I thought I'd ask so that you could like co-sign on the whole, yeah, they are, you know, original and outside of the box thinking and progressive and things of that nature, you know? Um, but did you know that Aquarius is the sign that um, governs over astrology? Yeah, you know, astrology and, and, you know, numerology and things of that nature. So. You know, this is certainly going to be a time where we're going to more than likely see an increase in astrology, numerology, and metaphysics and things of that nature. Now, speaking of astrology, the day after the new moon in Aquarius, which is going to be January 22nd, we're going to be celebrating or there will be a celebration of the Chinese New Year. And that's going to be the Chinese New Year of the rabbit, the water rabbit, actually, and so the rabbit year, you know, for some can be a sociable year, uh, but it's also what they consider to be, or, you know, they're predicting uh, that 2023 in the year of the rabbit is going to be a year of hope. Okay. So that's a little shining bright light there for us for the year of 2023. Right. Um, and in the Chinese culture, the rabbit is associated with the moon. And so that's interesting because that moon energy aligns with 
the energy of the seven numerical universal year energy. So when we talk about the moon, the moon is intuitive, right? It's very feeling and things of that nature, pretty psychic, right? When we talk about the moon energy and all of that, all of those things fall under the seven, the characteristics of the seven and the energy of Pisces and the energy of cancer, the, the sign of cancer. So this uh, rabbit year uh, energy is definitely tying in with um, the seven universal numerical energy. Yeah. So I like it. So guys have hope, right? Also, you know, tap into your psychic abilities, your intuitive abilities, your creative abilities, all of those things. Tap into it and your subconscious mind, because that is also uh, aligned with the moon, the subconscious. All right. The subconscious mind aligns with the moon's energy. So Work with that subconscious energy, guys. Work with the sub. Work with the subconscious. Work with the unconscious, but work with the subconscious. Most far most, okay? Especially in this seven year. So, you know, um, when it comes to the news, because we've got a lot going on in the news. Um, Sai, I think we talked about we talked about layoffs before, right? But now there's this information that's out there about uh what are what do we call them the cdbc's yeah 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 the cdbc is the uh central digital bank currency yeah yeah uh no the cbdc's yeah the central bank digital currency yeah that's uh they're planning to well central banks are planning to um you know start this new currency system that's someone, some, some, something like cryptocurrency, um, but it's strictly or no, mainly used for bank purposes, you know, to control the flow of money that goes in and out of banks and out of people's accounts and savings and, you know, things like that. Um, it's very new and they're not expecting for this to be completed uh, until maybe dec a decade or even more later. So, yeah. Yeah, so we're talking about these digital currencies, which is very interesting that this will come out even the more now. I know we talked about this before. Um, I know I've spoken about it. I've known about uh, CBDCs for a little while now. And, um, you know, it is something that I've been talking about ever since Uranus transited into the sign of Taurus. Uh, so Taurus, again, guys, governs over the personal, your personal finances and values. And so with Uranus being in the sign of Taurus, Uranus is there to make swift change within the financial structure. It's there to make swift change within, you know, your personal finances as well as the finances, you know, finances globally. All right. And so when we talk about stepping into the age of Aquarius, right, we're at the threshold. I am an astrologer, a numerologist that believes in the fact that we're at the threshold of the age of Aquarius. We're not quite there yet, but we are feeling the oncoming effects of it, right? And so since we are entering into uh, the age of Aquarius and also too, uh, I believe that it is Pluto that is going to be entering into the sign of Aquarius in the month of March this of this year. Um, you know, this is a time and we're already, right, looking at the season of Aquarius right now, okay? And Aquarius deals with technology, and innovation and progression and moving forward. Uranus is the planet that governs over Aquarius and it's in the sign of Taurus, which is the sign that governs over your personal finances and values. So that means that some innovation, some technological innovation is going to probably take place with our finances. And this might very well be it. So, you know, this is a digital technological currency, um, that central banks are eyeing and looking at, right, to implement at some point. And as Saya mentioned, you know, people are talking about it now, uh, but I think that it's worth people's attention. Um, if you have not heard about CBDCs, I would suggest that you, you know, definitely look into it. All right, do your research, Google, Google it, okay? 
but they are predicting that uh, it's going to be the innovation or the evolution of money and, and payments. All right. And so, you know, that means that these digital currencies are all going to be technologically based. You they're they're looking to potentially use this to replace fiat money. Okay, and so, you know, this is something and it's going to be, you know, definitely centralized. So this is something that uh, you guys definitely I encourage you to, to certainly take a look at that, you know, do your research on it. And definitely let me know what you think, www.evolutionnow.org at gmail.com. What are your thoughts on, you know, CBDCs? All right. Um, that means that your finances is going to be digital. No more fiat money. No more taking a dollar bill out your pocket, you know, with your hand and <laughs> handing it over to anyone. Right. And with these, you know, CBDCs, your finances, because it's going to be all digital, your finances will be monitored. You know, they'll be able to see, you know, what you what you made, what's in your account, wh where it was made from, um, you know, uh, where it's going out at, where it's going to, all of those types of things. So if they're able to see that, are they not able to control your finances all the more because it's in a digital format? And when we say they, who, who, who's they, right? You know, who is going to be in control of this technology? Because I think that that was a question, right? Of, of the, um, whole implementation of this, uh, this, uh, CD, this CBDC, what were you saying before to me about, um, some of the, uh, concerns about it? I think that some of the risks was. Um, who would be issuing it out to people and things of that nature? Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. Who would be uh, issuing it out and, uh, you know, manu really manufacturing the thing and distributing it uh, amongst the public once it's, you know, finalized. So, yeah. So that's something to certainly think about, guys, you know, as you move forward. And as we move forward, um, you know, some of the some might want to look at the benefits of it and some may want to look at the risks of of these, you know, CBDCs, you know, that's that that may potentially be on the horizon. So look into it. Look at the pros and cons of it. And you know what I always say? You want to be ready so you don't have to get ready. Right. So, you know, get ahead of it. Start, you know, doing your research on it uh, and definitely uh, read about it. But they feel as though, and what I mean by they, uh, those who are in the financial system, um, you know, uh, feel as though, or the financial sector, feel as though that, you know, this new digital currency um, is going to be innovative. It's the, you know, the, the, the next big thing in finances all right so no more being able to go to the bank and you know put your money in the bank it's all digital so does that mean that there won't be we won't be able to necessarily people won't be able to necessarily go to a physical bank well um i mean i i would think so uh especially with it being cryptocurrency um not much detail has been really you know, announced about it publicly as it's still in development. Um, so we only have, you know, very little things, details to go off of. But it would make sense. That implication would make sense to, um, you know, be true. So. Well, you know, with that being said, um, guys, let us know what you think about uh, CBDCs. What are your thoughts? Is it too risky? Is it something that you would, um, you think, um, is you know has a benefit to it and things of that nature i do i did hear though that you know with cbdc's um you know you would they would be able to help with taxes and things of that nature they'll be able to more than likely take out the taxes right for you because it's already digital so whatever taxes you owe all right 
they'll be able to probably and now don't quote me on this i don't know if this is true or not because again this is all new information that's coming out about these uh cbdc's right um but i'm gathering and from what i've heard they may also be able to um you know take the taxes that you owe if you owe taxes or however that works right um through this digital you know format okay so um you know look into it guys definitely look into it um so you know that's that on that with the 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 digital currency quite interesting during this aquarian season that we're about to go into and quite interesting as it pertains to you know uh the age of aquarius that we are certainly uh feeling the energy of very innovative mm. will will you know these digital currencies bring about liberation and freedom or will it bring about more control right hmm we shall see i think we shall see we shall see now speaking of um seeing let's see about this young man and messiah you brought to my attention in pop culture there's a young man his name is um justin Rowling, I think he's the creator of um, Rick and Morty, the the Adult Swim show. What's going on with him? Talk to us about him. He's a Pisces, from what I from what you told me. So he sparked my attention because you know we're in the seven Piscean year. So what's going on with uh, Justin Rowling? Um, you know, there's been some uh, alleged charges. You know, there's been some charges against him for allegedly um, doing some domestic violence against uh, his girlfriend and others, other women that he's been with in the past. And they're, uh, you know, just now coming out and uh, telling the truth about what happened to them and their, you know, victimization. Um, but, you know, right now, the evidence that... The evidence is being reviewed by the, uh, you know, by... by Justin's attorneys and such and they're very confident that this will all clear up very soon um, and uh, yeah that's that's all we have so far and no news of him you know being prepared to go to trial or court or anything like that um, you know when I first heard this news I was actually very surprised because Justin he, he didn't ever seem like the type of person to you know get into uh, physical combat with anyone or, you know, put his hands on anyone else. You know, he was always, uh, you know, a very uh, comedic, jokey, you know, you know, uh, laid back uh, kind of kind of person. So, um, you know, it's all very surprising news. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know that you're a fan of, you know, his work, Rick and Morty. Right. Um and so, uh, you know, when you told me about him, uh, you know, some years ago when Ricky Morty, Rick and Morty, you know, came out, um, I had an opportunity to watch one episode or two, you know, I thought it was very interesting, uh, very innovative, you know, very imaginative work, right? Um, um, very kind of uh, spiritual, esoteric in a way too, a little bit in my perspective, his work, um, with the whole Rick and Morty uh, thing. And so um, now that you told me that he's a Pisces, it's like, okay, it kind of makes sense. Okay, got it. <laughs> he's the, the, co, the co-creator of, you know, Rick and Morty. And I think you said that he wrote, he write, he's the writer of it, right? Um, and so, you know, that's where that creativity and that imagination comes from, in my perspective. And looking at his energies, because he's born on February 21st, 1980, um, that's a lot of creative energy there. You know, with him being a Pisces, him being a three personality Pisces, you know, that's very creative, optimistic, you know, energy, you know what I'm saying? Um, So he seems to be an optimistic individual, optimistic person. Um, Again, that creative energy coming in for him and that imagination, because the three is definitely energy, the energy of Jupiter, right? People do enjoy him, enjoy being around him. Okay. Um, he's probably a popular dude, you know, popular guy. 
and things of that nature. He seems to be because I think that people kind of took this hard, right? When they heard this about him, not just yourself, but other people kind of took this hard. Like, wow, not Justin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's uh, still ongoing, you know, people commenting about this whole situation. And, um, you know, even even the partners that uh, worked with his show and, you know, helped to fund it, they're not, they're, they're completely silent on um, on this whole situation. So, yeah, man, it's looking, uh, it's looking it's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty rough a little bit right now for him. Well, let's see what his year is going to be like. Well, it seems like he is in a, a personal year where creativity is going to be a wonderful outlet for him because um, it is a year that is in alignment with his energy. And again, we are in uh, a seven universal year that's in alignment with Pisces and Cancer. And we are also in a Piscean year. So this is a this I feel like, you know, he, this is going to be a year that's going to be favorable for him if he taps into his creative abilities and he seems to be a very imaginative and creative person so i feel like you know with him being in the type of year that he's in him being a piscean person all right with a three personality um and him being in a three personal year i feel like this can be a favorable year for him uh career-wise creatively and financially as well so I feel like things will certainly look up for Justin. So we'll just have to see. We'll see how it how it plays out. This is definitely going to be a year for him to certainly do the um, personal improvement, right? Um, to improve upon himself this year. Uh, and so hopefully he will certainly do that. Do that personal improvement piece there. Um, but, you know, outside of that, because we don't know, right? We don't know what what took place or what really happened, right? But I do feel as though um, having done this work for a while with, with the numbers, right? And, you know, with the astrology that, um, you know, this is definitely going to be a year of personal improvement, self-improvement for him, um, tapping into his creative abilities, which could certainly bring about um, some some abundance financially for him and some reprieve or some relief because because he seems to be a very creative person I think creativity and the, and the, and the world of, of imagination and creativity and artistry is his outlet you know I don't know but what do you think because you kind of you know know his work and know his personality a little better than me yeah, it's definitely his outlet you know I, I absolutely agree with that so this is a year where he can certainly do that. And, and also networking is going to be great for him this year. So hopefully he'll be able to do those things, get into his creative bag more, right? His creative abilities. Um, and hopefully that will certainly take his mind off of whatever is going on where he can direct his energies into something more positive and into something that he enjoys doing, right? Um, and I think that, you know, uh, that will certainly assist him and help him you know, get through whatever is going on legally, right? Um, and things of that nature. Yeah, you know, domestic violence is, uh, you know, something that is quite serious, um, you know, uh, and that's something that, you know, we do not take lightly um, at all. And the courts don't take that lightly as well, okay? <laughs> Especially when it's domestic violence and then there's a man involved or, uh, you know, that that's assaulting women. That is, that's, that's, that's very uh, serious. Okay, so we just uh, want to make sure that, um, you know, we send out some positive energy to that situation. Um, and to Justin, you know, he doesn't know who we are. It's all good, you know, but we know his work and we know him um, a little, right? <laughs> At least I know him a little through his numbers and through the astrology. So um, with that being said, guys, I wish you guys a wonderful rest of the day, evening, night, week, month, whatever it is. I'm wishing you guys the best. Okay. Um, definitely subscribe to uh, the podcast. Okay. We are on um, Spotify. We're also on 
Google Podcasts. We are, you know, on all of the platforms. So wherever you find Evolution Now podcast, definitely subscribe. You know, we greatly appreciate you all and your time and your energy and spending a little time with us out of your life, listening to us talk about the numerology of things and the astrology of things, okay? Um, So we do greatly appreciate you. If anyone is interested in uh, definitely having a personal year, numerical or natal chart session, or even just a metaphysical counseling session, you can certainly get, um, you know, uh, a scheduled session in with me by going to www.evolutionnow.org. Um, you can also, if you're on IG, follow me at Numerologist 7 You can also follow me on Facebook at Numerologist 7 If you have any comments or questions, um, or if you, you know, want to uh, suggest a topic for us to talk about and things of that nature, you can certainly send your comments and your suggestions and your questions to www.evolutionnow.org at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Also, too, if you are interested in any of the Evolution Now merch, you can go to my Instagram page, go into my bio, and you can get the link there where you can get your Be Ready So You Don't Have to Get Ready sweatshirts, sweat hoodies, t-shirts, and all of the apparel and all of the things, right, that is uh, pertaining to Evolution Now. All right. So that's it. That's all time out for us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your um, day, evening, night, weekend, wherever it might be. I think weekend really is coming up. Yeah. So have a good, good, good weekend. Enjoy the new moon in Aquarius. All right. And for all my Aquarians out there, it's your season. It's your season. Happy solar return. So you know what I always say? You want to maximize your now moment. Keep moving forward. In order for you to ascend, you must begin from within. You want to be ready so you don't have to what? Get Get ready. ready. All right. So uh, be well, guys. And until next time, we're out.